You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. You're listening to The Ensemblist, the only podcast that shows you Broadway from the inside out. Welcome, I'm Mo Brady. One of my favorite traditions in the Broadway community is the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. It does two of the things that I love most about our industry. One is uniting us with our fans and the kid in all of us. And the other is bringing us together. When shows perform on the Tony Awards, it's one of the few times every year where actors get to see each other and celebrate each other's great work. So thanks to my friends at Broadway Podcast Network, we were able to recreate that this year by sharing some of our favorite memories of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. In a live stream hosted by Broadway Podcast Network, I got to speak to some of my friends in the theater industry who have also performed on the parade. Elliot Maddox from Equity One Podcast, Jessica Rush and Kara Cooper from Mama's Talking Loud. We got to talk about mishaps in the parade, secrets from behind the scenes, as well as their favorite moments of being in part of one of Broadway's greatest traditions. Here's our conversation. Open it up to the group. What is something about performing on the parade that you were surprised to find out? I mean, I think when I watched it as a kid, I just thought you were part of the parade. Like I thought like you walked in the parade and then when you got in front of Macy's, you did your performance and then you continued on as part of the parade. So you thought you did like a whole three mile. (laughs) Yes. I was in it. I was like, I'm going to be in the parade. I'm going to be in the whole parade. I fully thought that when I was younger. I think like once I got older, I kind of keyed in. But when I was younger, I was very clear that I was going to be in the whole parade someday. Yes. Well, you could still be on a float or you could carry a balloon. That could still happen. I think the thing that surprised me the most was how competitive it is to get a slot. Like if you're a show, like not necessarily on our end, but like these these slots to perform are are invaluable to shows because you get to show millions and millions of people something about your show to convince and you know for them to come see it It, it's hugely helpful for shows and with that competitive quality comes like you don't know if you're doing it until very late like a like a week and a half two weeks before like it is so quick yeah right and then you have to record you know some people like Spoiler alert, we're not singing live because it's outdoors <laughs> in the elements. So many things could go wrong. You know, no one, no one on the parade is singing live, not the people on the floats, <laughs> nobody y'all. Okay. So you have to, some people think that you, I saw online the other day, someone was like, I always thought they just sang along to the cast recording. And it's like, well, some shows, A, don't have a cast recording at that point or B, ever have a cast recording. And it's not that. So you, what I think, you know, is, is fun and interesting is yes, you find out like a week and a half before. And then in the span of those next few days, days you have to go to the studio you have to lay down the tracks uh, you know everyone has to you know you have to rehearse and then you know and then you get to go and rehearse on the street at night like after your show it's just such a fun so special festive time whirlwind we're gonna dive into all of those things but i want to show our viewers some clips of you guys each being in the parade and ask you a few questions about it so our first clip is of kara doing all shook up 
Kara, you were one of the ones in the pink, I assume. One of the ones in the pink. In the gingham skirt. One of the many blondes bouncing around. <laughs> was that the plaid? You're on the front row, obviously. Yeah. I mean, she's always Kara Cooper, but like in a plaid skirt, right? Plaid like, skirt and sweaters. This is a fun fact about that number that we did. That is like a number that was never in the show, the choreography that you saw. So here, that, that music was in the show. We performed on the Thanksgiving Day Parade before we even were on Broadway, before we even went to our out-of-town tryout. What? So we were, oh yeah, we were rehearsing in New York and we got this slot on the Thanksgiving Day Parade. I mean, I don't know who our producer, like what strings our producers or connections our producers had, but we performed, we like created this number for the parade before, I don't even think the whole show was staged at that point, to be quite honest with you. (laughs) I'm I'm not joking. That is we so didn't. crazy. Those costumes we have on, we have ne- we never wore them in the show. They literally like pulled stuff off the rack. They got some like, you know, poodle skirts from costume shops. Sweaters from Macy's. Sweaters yeah. from Macy's. Wait, sweaters. <laughs> what about hair? Was it your own hair? Own hair. Oh, except, right. except Cheyenne Jackson's hair. The blonde wig, which was never to be seen of again. That is the <laughs> only time that Chad the Roustabout in All Shook Up wore a blonde wig was on the Thanksgiving Day Parade. What was the weather like? It's It was, so so they're all pulling all these sweaters for us, got our double tights, the whole thing. 65 degrees, we were sweating bullets. Like we were so like covered up and bundled up. I think at the end, like they were switching out. As you could see, some of the girls had short sleeve shirts. They were like the lucky ones, but like me, Michelle Cottrell, Jenny Ford, we all had these like bulky sweaters on. It was it was really warm. The other time I performed on the parade, it was totally freezing. So I got the, you know, full parade uh, experience, but it was really hot. <laughs> I could have cared less. I was, you know, living my dream being on the parade. So um, let's see. Let's move a little bit further into the future. Let's watch Elliot's performance with the cast of Beetlejuice. I haven't watched that. It's so long. (laughs) You don't just watch your own parade performances like every week, like a Monday morning sort of thing. No, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I miss that mustache, though. I have to say. One of the sort of um, crowning achievements of Beetlejuice's uh, TV performances is that the lyrics were all tailored for that event, right? The Tonys had their own lyrics. Were your lyrics different for this or was that in the clip that we just listened to? We're talking about like um, they wrote rewrote the bridge completely to be about like, you know, you're going to have trip to you're going to be sleepy from the trip to fan. And like we don't you don't want to like be with your family too much so you can survive Thanksgiving. It's like that was the kind of joke is like Thanksgiving's you you can make it out alive. So that was kind of how our Eddie turned the lyrics into like this like really twisted um thanksgiving moment which is really fun how early did you get those lyrics is it the same sort of like week time frame i mean yeah really kind of quick like you know you found out you're doing the parade and then i'm sure eddie had already been writing in you know in in you know preparation and then we got the lyrics and recorded the new version especially you know like you were saying you record it ahead of time we did like three different tv performances and all of them had different lyrics. So like the Tonys had different lyrics. Our Today Show performance were different lyrics. And then the the um, the parade was different. But I think mainly Alex's lyrics were different. I think ours stayed the same except for um, except for the Thanksgiving parade. You weren't talking about 
turkey at the tony awards we weren't no <laughs> no, no i was constantly amazed though i remember that's you know that season when you guys would perform and i was thinking oh my god alex is having to learn all these different lyrics and it's so it's such a patter song for him with all, i mean there's just so many there are so many words and i just kept thinking he has to be and then obviously still doing the show at night and doing yeah, the normal right. lyrics it's like being previews. Yeah, for sure. That's yeah. the main challenge is like rehearsing those lyrics during the day and then having a two hour dinner break. And then right away is the opening. So like you don't have time to get back into it. It's like, okay, here we are. Do I remember? We're like whispering to each other. We're like, I couldn't even tell you the lyric right now, but we're like, this is the lyric. This is the lyric. Don't say this tonight. Don't say this. <laughs> well, luckily there's no volume on what you're actually doing at the parade. So you could just be like, help. But you, that performance, you guys added swings, right? Right. So how s similar, it looks similar to the opening of the show, but was it like, were you able to, like, pick it up and just put it into a bigger space? We had expanded the number for the Tonys before, so there was already kind of an expanded version, but we added more people into it. So this was a completely different thing. We had, like, skeletons dancing across, like, right. there was, like, right. all this random Danny Rotigliano, like, fed nachos on the sidelines, like... <laughs> That's who that is. Yes, Broadway legend. Those things were all kind of like part of rehearsal. So it wasn't even like, okay, let's rehearse this number from the show. And, you know, make sure you're like, we'll like reblock it on the big star. It's like, this is a, a right. new number with like five new people in it, um, which is exciting. I mean, it made it like a, a new thing, you know, which was really like fun. And we were so excited to get to do the parade that um, and to have swings get to do it as well which was yeah. always a a great thought that our creative team um had was to involve everyone uh so yeah so it was really really thrilling and and a lot of fun speaking of uh numbers that you aren't quite prepared for let's see jess in was, this is last year right parade performance of tina the tina turner musical Often because they're trying to like keep the parade stuff under wraps. Productions like to do that. You don't necessarily know who's going to be in it, what number they're going to be doing, if it's going to be a full cast or a smaller thing. So often the first way to find out is people's Instagram posts in the morning, right? Like, like you wake up early when you, when you're a parent like me, you wake up early and you're scrolling through your feed and you're like, oh yeah, they're getting ready. They're getting ready. Jess is getting ready for the parade. Why is Jess getting ready? Tell the story of how you got wrangled into the parade. No, I'm I'm not. I was living my best <laughs> eye cat dreams, as you could see, like giving you <laughs> Tina Turner. Um, I so in Tina, I play Rhonda, which is a principal contract, and I'm not. Uh, I'm only Rhonda. I'm not really in the ensemble. Um, and I never dance. I'm never. Uh, Katie Weber has a track where she's doing a lot of the numbers and she's always in that what you just saw. I, I'm not normally there. Uh, however, we had one of our cast members, uh, Mars Rucker, who is normally was was normally in that number, they uh, were injured and were unable to do the parade. So in fact, I'm even wearing Mars's wig in that clip and costume like I'm wearing Mars's oh, wig really? and their costume. 
And so like two days before the parade, cause they weren't sure they were going to do it or not. It was, they were at rehearsals and they were trying to make it happen. And then a couple days before the parade, they called. And it's funny cause my husband was just telling the story yesterday. He's like, who, who do you know? They called me like, we don't really know what you're going to say, but we're wondering if there's a world where you would be okay with dancing in the parade. And I was like, yes. <laughs> you're like, and, they, and they were like, really? I was like, Absolutely. Like I'm always in the wing doing all this dance, all this choreography, like during the curtain call during the mega mix, because I don't get to do all the fun stuff. Like I'm just waiting to take my bow. And, um, and so I already sort of knew it just because, you know, <laughs> I'm watching it every day. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, and also the parade is a dream the year before I had been lucky enough to do it with Donna summer with summer, Donna summer musical. That was my first parade. Um, and so then to get to do it, last year with my Tina company was just amazing. It was incredible. And it's being on the parade was a childhood dream. I mean, it's like, that is bucket list and to get, you know, one time was something, but to get to do it two years in a row and to dance in it, you know, it's like my dancing days, I don't dance that much anymore. You know, it's like that. <laughs> It was nice to do that. Yeah, I have to, I had to, yeah. You, you, you do notice though, if you were to watch that clip, I, I get around in those spins, but there's one point where there's like this big, like throw the head and then come up over and over again. Mama's back was not, <laughs> don't go quite as far over as some of those younger girls. I do have to say. It was early. It was early. I bet in rehearsal, you really showed them. But the year before that for summer, it was the coldest Thanksgiving on record. The Thanksgiving Day Parade on record. It was 19 degrees with a five degree wind chill when we started the parade. And I couldn't feel my feet. I mean, that was like, and Ariana DeBose was there in this like little tiny number for the finale. And we're all in these white jumpsuits with like no sleeves. And I remember like taking off our big coats and standing there and it's like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, it's like the wind is blowing and it's so cold. And by the time the number was over, when I was turning, I couldn't even feel my feet. I was like, am I even turning? Am I, am I in the right spot? Like, I don't even know if I'm connected to the ground. I can't feel anything. So it was much warmer last year. I'll take that. Those New York city streets can be such like wind tunnels. On that big star, that big ass star, like Elliot was talking about, there's a manhole in one of the points <laughs> that you have to dance around. It's raised, you guys. Y'all. It's the street. I mean, it's it the is street. the street. Yeah. So there's literally a raised manhole that you're having to dance up and over and on and turn or whatever. I mean, it's, it's, it is the street. That's nuts. Oh. And it's so that, but that space, that space that you performed it and that later I, and you performed it uh, for Beetlejuice and, Anyway, that is 34th Street. Back in the day, the All Shook Up performance is on Broadway. Oh. So even more narrow. Shut up. No. <gasps> that was tiny. So, yeah, totally. Wow. Um, so, it's like, it, it was much, like, I've done bo both on the on yeah. 34th Street and on Broadway, and it's totally different experience. The, Broadway, wow. the Broadway is really narrow, and the 34th Street's really big. Yeah, it's it big. goes both ways. Yeah. Secrets, guys. I love all of this. Special thanks to Kara Cooper, Elliot Maddox, and Jessica Rush for sharing their stories with us today. The Ensemblist was produced today by Jackson Klein and me, Mo Brady. 
There are two great ways you can be helping The Ensemblist right now. One is by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and the second is by becoming a Patreon member at patreon.com slash theensemblist. Please follow The Ensemblist wherever you listen to podcasts, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or at bpn.fm, the home of Broadway Podcast Network. You can also follow us on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Until next time. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.